Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtledoves and a laptop for Carrie. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One NA. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. To the Ramble we go, I am Dave DeBaugh, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. Coming up on the Ramble today, the Colin Kaepernick-Eric Reed saga against the National Football League is finally over. We've got the NBA All-Star rising basketball game, if you could call it a basketball game. The Pelicans finally do the right thing and dump Dell Demps, and the Los Angeles Lakers are no longer favored to make the playoffs, LeBron. All of that and more coming up on the Ramble today. All right, North America, it has been a busy sports Friday in North America. And I have to say, when I heard this Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed settlement had actually finally gotten done between the National Football League and uh, and Kaepernick and Reed, I was excited about it. I was actually driving at the time. Uh, so, once I uh, once I got back to the uh, to the big home office, I, I looked it up. I was I was really curious how much money did Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed win? And as it turns out, according and I'm not going to read you the boring sort of legal statement that says something to the effect that like as a result of those discussions, the parties have decided to resolve their pending grievances. The resolution of this matter is subject to a confidential agreement, so there'll be no further comment by any party. In other words, and like I said, I didn't really want to read the boring statement, but I thought it was important to read. Basically, what this all means is none of us are ever going to know how much money Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed received from the National Football League. Now, if you're uh, um, into financial forensics and you somehow had access to the National Football League books, you might be able to figure it out. I'm just saying, there's more than one person inside the National Football League headquarters that knows the actual number. Now, everybody is legally binded on both sides of the fence, to not actually tell us how much money the NFL paid out to Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. I have been very cautious on this story. I absolutely understand what Colin Kaepernick was uh, was all about, and same thing for Eric Reed. 
nothing against the stance that they took. Absolutely nothing against the stance that they took. I'm not actually going to sit here on this podcast right now and rip on them uh, for taking the stance. What I am going to do, though, is I am going to sort of rip on them for agreeing to not actually announcing how much money they got from the National Football League. And the reason for that is it actually matters. Like, the NFL um, has clearly colluded against Colin Kaepernick. Now, I will also prove to you during this segment that Colin Kaepernick does not deserve to be a starter in the National Football League, but he certainly deserved to be in the National Football League. He certainly deserved a second chance with another team in the National Football League. Earlier today, this story broke that the Alliance uh, League of American Football, and I can't wait to watch week weekend number two of the alliance of american football because last week was was actually so good i'm curious to see will they be able to keep it up will the alliance be able to keep up their ratings anyways apparently the alliance went to uh colin kaepernick and and tim tebow and said hey we'd like you guys both to be part of the league tim tebow said no thanks i'm gonna stick with baseball (laughs) <laughs> um and uh and then and then Colin Kaepernick uh apparently said hey I'll I'll play for you but you're gonna have to pay me and wait for it you're gonna have to pay me 20 million dollars a year to play in the Alliance Football League the AFF <laughs> and, and so of course the Alliance was like screw that you know we're not we're not ready for that we're an upstart developmental league i will say this though the xfl will pay him that i guarantee the xfl will pay him maybe they won't pay him 20 but i guarantee they'll pay him 15 colin's gonna be playing in the in a pro football league within the next 12 months because if he doesn't end up back in the national football league after this settlement he is certainly gonna end up in the xfl just trust me the XFL is going to be looking for anything they can do, anything the XFL can do to draw sort of first-level um, comparisons to the National Football League. And the best way for them to do that is to pick up some of the scraps from former players in the NFL who still have something left in the tank. Imagine this. Imagine, just for a second, imagine Bill Belichick finally saying to Tom Brady during training camp, you know, Tom, I think it's time to hang things up. (laughs) Could you see a world in which Tom Brady would defect to the XFL? And the answer is no, but but it could happen. I mean, just think about all the money the XFL is going to have to offer players who have been thrown out by the National Football League. And I'm not just talking about you know, free agents that didn't deserve to be in the NFL in the first place. I'm talking about top-tier, GOAT-level athletes from the National Football League, and the XFL has enough money to do this. Anyways, so back to Kaepernick just just for a sec. I went back and I said, okay, now that this whole freaking saga is finally freaking over, I said, let me let me go back and, and let me take a look 
and Colin Kaepernick's last season as a San Francisco 49er. <laughs> and and here's here's what I found. His completion percentage was 59.2. He threw 16 touchdowns and four picks. He had a QBR rating. Now, this is off of the National Football League website of 90.7. And I said, okay, how does the how do those numbers, those numbers in Collins last year stack up? with the players in the National Football League today. Would Colin be a top 10 quarterback in the National Football League if he played this year? And the answer is absolutely not. So then I said, well, would he would he be a a top 20 quarterback in the National Football League? And when you get all the way down to the trash that that lives in Andy Dalton's trash can, <laughs> you end up close to where a Colin Kaepernick would exist in the National Football League in 2018-19. That is where he belongs. He belongs in, in that 20 to 30 range of QBs in the National Football League as a starter. Now, if you look at his last couple years in the National Football League, he's a systems quarterback. And so there has there's only a handful of teams in the National Football League that would be willing to put in the kind of system that Colin Kaepernick would feel comfortable running. The kind of system where Colin Kaepernick could put up numbers like 16 touchdowns against four interceptions. I want to keep this all relative for everybody out there just for a second. The top-tier quarterbacks in the National Football League are not just throwing 16 touchdowns. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. The top quarterbacks in the National Football League, when healthy, all throw over 30 touchdowns a year. All throw over 30 touchdowns a year. I said it. Even guys who had bad years like Matt Ryan still went 35 and 7 on from 35 TDs, 7 picks, and he ended up with a 108 rating for the year. Look, when you go all the way down, you can understand why most of the National Football League wasn't going to make Colin Kaepernick an offer to be a starter. That doesn't mean that Colin Kaepernick can't play in the National Football League. He just needs to do what other retread quarterbacks would do and take less, go into a go into a uh, a position into a role where he's a backup quarterback with the hope that he'll someday get another chance. Take RG3 for example. Did you really think RG3 when he signed when he signed his co- his contract to be a member of the Baltimore Ravens was going to beat out Joe Flacco? And the answer is no. We we did not. And then after they they went ahead and they drafted that fantastic young up-and-coming quarterback that does so many different things for the Baltimore Ravens, it was obvious that that um, that uh, RG3 was, was probably not really going to have the opportunity, the opportunity to do what he wanted to do. I mean, with Lamar Jackson there and a different style of offense that the Ravens put into place, um, did we really think RG3 was going to survive. 
did RG3, let me ask you this question. Did RG3 have an opportunity to prove everybody wrong in Baltimore this year? And the answer is yes. And did he do it? And the answer is no. What do we know about RG3 today? We know that he's a serviceable backup quarterback in the National Football League. And I think that is exactly what Colin Kaepernick is. Maybe he'll be a star in the XFL someday. But right now, Colin Kaepernick is just serviceable. <laughs> All right, North America. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in to the, uh, to the big ramble. Uh, obviously, always appreciate all the support. Thanks for all the support on uh, iTunes, where the show normally does pretty well. Can't get, wait to get into the, uh, the Dell Demps story. I've got some, some opinions about Dell Demps that we'll get to in just a little bit. Uh, Two other news and notes, though, from around the National Basketball Association. Both of them involve the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, so first thing is that the NBA held its its, uh, always impressive rising star game. You know, the game where they take their... The, the rookies, the top rookies in the National Basketball Association, and they take the, the top sophomores in the National Basketball Association. And, and we use these terms, rookies and sophomores. And we use the term sophomore because a lot of these guys would, would actually be like juniors in college. <laughs> or, or some of them would even be sophomores in college. So anyways, it was 161 to 144 with the U.S. beating Team World. (laughs) And I'm not going to get into the specifics of the game. I will just say this. It completely deteriorated into a dunk fest um, in the last uh, five minutes of the game. The MVP of the game was Kyle Kuzma of the Los Angeles Lakers. He poured in 35 points, and God knows how many times he freaking shot the ball. (laughs) Uh, I did did watch, um, you know, a lot of the game, and um, I will say this, that I thought, you know, he was certainly impressive um, during the game. I also thought uh, Jason Tatum was was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he poured in like 30, 30 points himself. But the, the guy that, that really stole it for me, and I, I think really sort of showed us as fans of the National Basketball Association, really who the best young sort of all-around sort of exciting basketball player is. And I'm not talking about Donovan Mitchell. I love Donovan Mitchell. But I'm talking about the rookie Trey Young. And I remember when the Atlanta Hawks picked up picked Trey Young up uh, to be a member of their team. And, you know, there are all the comparisons to him and sort of Steph Curry, you know, for a wide variety of reasons. And it took Trey, it really took him, uh, two or three months to get comfortable in the National Basketball Association. I, I will say this, 25 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists. He he dribbled between defenders' legs twice during the game. He made people, he made, he made players in the National, in this particular game, look like fools. He, he did what Dell Demps did to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm just saying, Trey Young was absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to watch more of Trey Young in the future. Look, this game actually used to be way more serious than it was tonight. And I will say this, 
you know, parts of it were entertaining. I sat down with my son. We watched it, and we were we were after like ten minutes. We're like, yeah, you know, this is sort of ridiculous. It was sort of the matinee for what we're going to see on Sunday during the All Star game. It's just like absolutely no defense. I really, really wish <laughs> that these guys would actually play some defense during these games and not wait until the fourth quarter. And, you know, things got a little tight in the game, but it just didn't matter. Anyways, if you haven't seen it, check it out. The other note about the Los Angeles Lakers, um, because with the NBA on its break, um, and, you know, we've got all-star festivities, you know, coming up, and you you got the LeBron commercials saying the all-stars are about Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. (laughs) If you haven't seen the commercials, it's ridiculous. Anyways... So you got the LeBron thing going on and you have all this stuff and there's just really nothing else going on in the world of sports. This is why the National Football League fired back at the at the NBA. Don't be fooled. The reason the NFL rolled this Colin Kaepernick story out today is because they wanted to steal some thunder from the NBA. Do not be fooled. <laughs> Trust me, that's how these guys work. Anyway, so the Los Angeles Lakers are no longer, no longer favored to make the playoffs. I mean, when LeBron, who reads social media, who reads all of these sports sites, has to be livid (laughs) that on the eve of NBA All-Star Weekend, LeBron's going to have to sit there and answer all these questions about the Los Angeles Lakers no longer even being favored by the Vegas sports books, Brent Musburger, to 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 actually make it to the playoffs. Okay, as you know, big T Wolf fan, big Laker fan. Um, uh, my my kids um are Warriors fans. One of them's also a Kings fan, and we were talking tonight and. And we were both like, you know, it might be kind of cool if the Kings made the playoffs. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. I think this thing is is literally about to fall off the cliff. Look, they're not going to fire Luke Walton. Luke, They're going to pay Luke his respect, and he's going to get to coach this team through the end of the season. But I am not seeing LeBron being able to pull this together. Look, they went to Atlanta, and I talked about Trey Young earlier, and lost to the Atlanta Hawks in what was really a must-win game. Plus, I'm not really sure that the Clippers, if they decide to tank, are going to be able to tank enough to get a good enough draft pick. Plus, Jerry West would love to just screw the Los Angeles Lakers, wouldn't he? I'm just saying. There's a lot of things going against the Los Angeles Lakers right now. And it's not surprising to me that Vegas finally caught up with it. All right, um, North America, one last story, um, which of course involves the Los Angeles Lakers. How could it not? It's, you know, you take the the biggest basketball player in the world, uh, you hook him up with, um, with, an, uh, with a sports agency, and then um, you have him connected to that sports agency and then you attempt to steal a player from the New Orleans Pelicans, who finally did the right thing today, and they dumped Dell Demps and uh, fired him. Now, look, 
let's take a step back just for one second <laughs> and 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 just just sort of marinate on this for a second. The New Orleans Pelicans um finally realized at some point after the trade deadline, unfortunately for them, it didn't happen before then, but after the trade deadline realized they made a huge mistake keeping Anthony Davis on their team. When a player publicly says they want to be traded, when it gets into the public, it's not it's not a private conversation. It is in the public. A trade needs to be done. I do not care how bitter you are as a general manager. You need to do that. You need to cut whatever the cancer is and get it out of, out of your team. And now, for the next 25 games, I bet Anthony Davis doesn't play in a lot of them. I, I am just saying, this whole thing is ridiculous. I feel bad for the rest of the players on the Pelicans who who currently want to be there. They're really only a couple games out of the playoff run. And, and I just feel really bad for Alvin Gentry, their head coach, that he has to deal with this. They could have gotten a bunch of pieces that could have helped the Pelicans this year and into the future if they had made, you know, half of the Los Angeles Laker trade that was presented to them. So the Pelicans organization did the right thing. They just did it two months too late. Why? The New Orleans Pelicans organization is really an extension. uh, And just wait. Just wait for a second, is an extension of the New Orleans Saints organization. This basketball team is owned <laughs> is is owned by the same people that own the Saints. They do a fantastic job with the New Orleans Saints from a general manager perspective in getting the right kind of players at the right time for the right contracts. They're willing to do things uh, to make their team better. They really they they've been like this for at least ten years now, um, and the Pelicans, um, for whatever reason, um, you you can't manage sort of a team the same way you manage a National Football League team, and a lot of the same sort of principles that you kind of can get away with in the NFL when dealing with players, you can't deal with them in the same way in the NBA. And this was a direct example of allowing uh, your GM uh, to sort of run amok and to an extent destroyed your year. And if you're a Pelicans fan, (laughs) I would say, uh, unless your team makes a run, I would stay away from that arena. I'm just saying. All right, so Del Demps gets what he deserves uh, but for the Pelicans, it was just too late. All right, North America. Um, I, I will say this: you know, this whole thing has just been fantastic to watch, <laughs> and 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 I really loved what Dell Demps did with the Lakers. What I didn't love, though, is that he didn't move Anthony Davis, and I think that is why he ultimately got canned in New Orleans, because now that franchise, uh, at least on the court, is a complete and utter disaster. 
Okay, North America. Thanks so much for tuning in to the, uh, to the big ramble. Um, uh, you can check us out all over the place. Um, also, check out our Twitter feed. And uh, we are on Apple, iTunes, and a bunch of all the other freaking uh, podcasting services out there. Um, for the ramble. I am Dave DeBaugh, reminding you that you can't win a championship if you play for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> and good luck, North America. Because in this era of Donald Trump being your president, declaring national emergencies where there are no national emergencies, I wish you all good luck, because you're going to need it. Cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How do you keep your family healthy this season when it feels like everyone around you is getting sick? I use Sambacol. It's drug-free and scientifically tested to help support your immunity. Sambacol has the power of black elderberry in every purple bottle. It comes in tablets, syrup, chewables, or my kids' favorite, the great-tasting gummies. So this cold and flu season, support your family's immunity with Sambacol Black Elderberry. It's the only one I trust for my family. And best of all, my kids love it too.